All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Gentleman's Breakfast, recording on the road here, and uh, as is tradition on the show, we have not done a sound check, so I'm sure us doing 60 miles an hour on the 101 sounds like shit right now, but we're going to move forward anyway, that's what we like to do here. Cast doesn't sleep. No, the show does not rest other than two weeks ago when we took a week off. Uh, Seamus, how, how's your week been? It's been good. Very nice weather. Uh, been rocking shorts a lot, so everything's been great. Yes. Uh, I mean, going downhill quickly now that I hear that we're opening the show with comments on the weather, which is always indicative of good content. People love talking about the weather. That's what's a common thing that everybody does. If well, you go anywhere, people talk about the weather. Look, people also love talking about the podcast, and one of the things that we hear consistently that you've ignored is that we need structure. So this episode... Uh, might be weak as shit, but it will at least have some semblance of structure. Um, so to kick things off here, I'm going to tell a brief anecdote. Uh, for we're going to call this segment one. Let's let's be you know specifically structured here. So this is a tale from my youth. Uh, as many of the stories that I tell are, because the ones from later on are just too sad, really, to put in a podcast format. Uh, in this tale, I'm 19 years old. 2008 um, the nation is in the midst of a financial crisis yeah so I decided to flee to Italy uh, to study abroad for the spring uh, the second that I showed up there you know it was it was a very trying voyage I won't get into all that but um, the second that I get there it, it finally occurs to my 19 year old self that I can drink uh, completely uninhibited here. Like I can. So hold on, let me interrupt there. Yeah. You didn't know that before you got on the plane. Of course I knew that, but it didn't fully sink in. You thought you were gonna have to be like sneaking it in at house parties. Or I something? just didn't even know what it was gonna be like to not to have to do that in the shadows, really. You know, just to walk up to a bar and say, uh, "One Peroni, please." Yeah, no solo cups involved. I can just walk up and do that. Although there was a woman at Heathrow Airport I went to buy a beer. And she asked to see my ID, and I just looked at her and said, I mean, how old do you have to be to drink here? And she's like, uh, you know, 18 or whatever. And I'm like, I, I don't look 18 to you. She's like, nope. So I had to pull the passport out, so that's how we started. Yeah. But uh, when I did finally get there, we had, uh, we had a little welcome dinner for our program. So I'm thinking, you know, first time I'm meeting a new group out here, don't know anyone else in the program. None of them were from my school. So let's go ahead and black out and just establish for everyone that I'm going to be an idiot that should be avoided uh, on this trip. But th- this is always exciting when you sit down in a group like this. You're scouting out prospects. I mean, were you doing that or you just went straight to the alcohol? We were like, oh, these these three or four girls maybe I have a chance with. Let me lay the seed here. <laughs> maybe a little bit, but I was really more focused on the fact that I had free food and all I could drink wine. Uh, which just blew my 19-year-old mind, right? Like, that was yeah. magic. I was at Disneyland. Um, so I, I drank a considerable amount at the dinner. Red wine, I presume? Uh, no, I was mixing it up all kinds. There was no liquor no liquor or wine or beer was safe at this point. Um, after the dinner, we all rallied to go over to one of the group's apartments, which was near where we had dinner. Uh, my roommate and I were bonding quickly. We chugged a bottle of white wine on the way over there. 
had several more beers at the apartment, then went to this uh, discotheque there called Space Spache. This is in Florence. This is in Florence. Okay. Uh, a lot of oons oons. Yeah, I haven't been to Space. Going on on the dance floor. Um, this is also where I didn't realize that you don't tip bartenders. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm throwing the guy a coin or two every time I get a drink. Not really processing whether the coin's a, a dollar or not. I mean, I knew it was, you know, one euro here, 50 euro cents there, whatever. And it, at this point, the euro was at a buck 60. Mm. So it was really, it was really stinging financially. But, you know, I'm not going to stiff the guy. And he fucking loves my friend and I. And we haven't pieced together it's because we're the only motherfuckers that are tipping in this whole bar. So when you, I mean, this is your, you know, Jake leads the motherland. You had no concept. He didn't read any, like, traveler's guidebooks of travel etiquette or tipping etiquette. I mean, I had read some of them, but I didn't, alcohol. I didn't get into, like, super specific things like, do you tip at a bar or not? Okay. Um, I had mostly read about, like, okay, how to use the train system. What about, did you know that you have to pay for public toilets? No, I did, I did not really know that. Uh, and I did. I had to take a shit at the Milan train station, and I had to pay 10 euro cents to shit into a hole. That was a, a low point in the trip. You hovered, or you, you actually planted down? Uh, I reached between my legs and grabbed my back belt loop, and then kind of pulled through and what? created like a mini seat uh, while I was squatting. I can try to you reach between your legs. Reach back between my legs. Your grab, pants are down. Yeah, they're unbuttoned. Grab my back belt loop and then pulled it through. So, like, you know, you're... old hockey trick yeah, here? Your dad look, teach you this? What's for those of you playing, playing along at home, feel free to try it yourself. You create kind of a nice little seat that you can squat on there in a, in a pinch. Let's move on from that, though. Anyway, we're at Space Discoteca. And this bartender, I forget what his fucking name was. His, his, his name's like Gigi or something. And he goes very quickly from an acquaintance to feeling like we're friends enough that he's going to make an attempt on my life here by pouring as much Jaeger as my 19-year-old body can possibly consume down my throat. Uh, this is also like a, a unique European club where uh, when you walk in, they give you a drink card. And, and every time you get a drink, they punch it. And then when you leave, you give them the card back and they ring it up and they tell you how much you owe them. I filled the card and had to go and get another one. Um, so I consumed more than they intended anyone to ever drink inside this place. We leave the bar at, I don't know, like 4, 4.30 in the morning. And, uh, you know, my, my team there, my new team, they have a group huddle to decide what the hell to do with me because I'm just incoherent. And while they're having that little huddle, I decided to take care of the problem for them by bolting off running full speed away from them. So did you like kind of put two and two together like, oh, they're trying to... I have no idea. I, this is... But what made you go like full speed? I don't know. This is literally what I was told like a day oh, or two later. This too. Yeah, yeah, someone had to describe to me what I had done. So I don't know why I bolted. Just ran full speed. Just needed to be free right then. And, uh, the next thing that I know, like the next thought that enters my mind is how the fuck am I supposed to get to sleep on these barrels? And then right after that, holy shit, why am I sleeping on barrels? 
and why does everything smell like vomit and Jaeger? <laughs> and right as I'm realizing that, the door opens. Uh, I see white coming in. There's a man, in a, in, in, an older man in an orange jumpsuit, which is what the paramedics wear in Italy. Okay. And we just stare at each other. And this guy, he's just showing up for work in the morning. He has no idea that there's a drunk American that he's about to encounter. And I'm looking around and I realize I'm in the fucking broom closet of a hospital somewhere in Florence. Don't know where I am. And I, I just stared at that guy for a second and said the only word that I knew in Italian, which was grazie. And just, that was it. And just got up and pushed my way past him through the door. He was just standing there in shock. Found the nearest exit and just bolted. Uh, I was somewhere down by the river. Somehow managed to find my way back home. Uh, I get back to my apartment and my coquette of a roommate is in there passed out and uh, at that point do you know that he's a coquette I mean this is your first no. night right? yeah I didn't know this yet I, I didn't realize how fucking crazy this guy was until later but he was a good dude I, I had fun with him but he was fucking crazy uh, and uh, he he starts to roll over as I walk in he's like dude where the fuck have you been and as he rolls over I see the side of his face and the whole side of his face just like scraped up and I'm like, where the fuck, where the fuck have I been? Where the fuck have you been? And, and he says, uh, dude, I got mugged. So we both had a pretty solid night. And that night we decided that, you know, it was like our second night there. We decided that we already needed to get the fuck out of town. And we hopped on a train to Rome. So really? that was... Second day there. Yeah, that was like my first 72 hours in, uh, in Italy there. That's pretty good. An anecdote, a little anecdote for the listeners. Yeah. So that, that probably, that takes us to segment two. Yeah, well, whatever segment you want to call it, sure. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's a topic that I, I, I was kind of evaluating your life uh, that I constantly do, and you know, kind of like before Christ, after Christ, before Seamus, during Seamus. Uh, so before Seamus, before you met is, me, is there going to be an after Seamus? Uh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I don't plan on seeing past living past 35. Really don't see any motive after that, but that's another topic. All right. Um, so bef- when I arrived here, you know the on the shores of San Francisco, October 2013, you had... A day that'll live in infamy. <laughs> you had a great job, correct? Uh, yeah, I worked for uh, an, a, nice, a, a reputable investment firm in the city. Yeah. yeah. You had a nice apartment. Uh, I lived in a one-bedroom apartment in a desirable neighborhood. Yeah, space. Uh, and you also had a, a nice, sweet girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, I had, I had that too. Someone that was willing to spend time with me. And it's kind of like a slow, gradual downhill spiral from there. Well, let's go back over the checklist. I now work for a company that manufactures a dessert food, or a a, a breakfast food. Yeah. Um, I live in a three-bedroom rat trap in a neighborhood that we still can't describe. Every time someone asks me what neighborhood it's in, I say a different neighborhood. Yeah. Because I don't know what dividing line it is. I guess that's technically Russian Hill over well, you there. Well, you have two technical roommates, and then you got Gary. You um, got Gary the Rat, who we still haven't caught as a shifty motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, though. Gary's my favorite roommate. Gary's your favorite roommate? Yeah, he keeps to himself. He doesn't fucking leave empty beer bottles around. Take. He doesn't produce trash. There's not... Epic amounts of trash overflowing he has a, to throw out. He has a great taste in food because he has no interest in the rat poison we've put out. <laughs> he just skirts right around that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's pretty smart. He's He's been around the block. But yeah, that's one of our other roommates. So you live in, you know, a three-bedroom, plus Gary. Gary's a plus one. Yeah. 
and no prospects, right? No prospects, and even just the idea of having a prospect scares me a bit, because if I had to take them back to that apartment, I know that they would just, like, recoil in fear. I might even be willing to propose that we get, a like, a hotel. Something, <laughs> like... You know, no, it's, it's not. You think you'd you'd wander down and be like, if this girl was actually, you know, you somehow strike gold or you know hit a buffalo on the Oregon Trail and bring something back, and she comes in and she goes no bid, you're gonna wander down to the Fairmont and drop four bills? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd probably tell her that we were getting the place renovated or something. <laughs> Just any excuse to not go back in there. But. Uh, dive deeper here so now that's your current state you work from home uh, yeah I work from home half the time half the time I'm in New York bitching about how much I dislike it but it was pretty impressive when I came home the other day you full full uh, dress shirt and slacks on sitting in the kitchen yeah you know getting still getting the business attire to make sure you're, you're going to work I've, well yeah, I mean sometimes I really need to get shit done and waking up and putting on like an old dirty hoodie in my boxers, just it doesn't get you in the right mental state to slap the keys. <laughs> yeah. So you sometimes need that tight, uh, yeah. tight co- collar hugging the neck, make yeah. you feel like when you're I really back get, in the queue. When I really need to get stuff done, I put on the Brooks Brothers slacks, uh, the overpriced shoes, the dress shirt that doesn't fit quite right, and uh, put on a pot of coffee. I drink at least two pots of coffee. That's good for you. But even if you just realized before Seamus everything was great, and then there was a slow gradual, uh, even you know during that period of time before you're in your current state, I infiltrated your apartment and slept in your uh, trash. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you we we lived together previously. You slept in the kitchen nook for a couple months. There were no rats in that apartment. Um, neither of us had any sex during that period. Yeah. Because uh, it just wasn't feasible. You couldn't get the job done. <laughs> yeah, I that's mean, that's that's the reason we're saying there was no sex. Happening. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, you weren't really fired up to bring anyone back to the air mattress there. Yeah, I mean that would have pretty been that would have been pretty good content. But yeah, that never happened. So uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of air mattresses, uh, once upon a time I, I used to live in Stanford, Connecticut. Had a good job at one of your you know stupid banks. And made a really focused on the structure of the show here, aren't you? Made a pretty good salary, and uh, instead of I remember when I first moved into the apartment, you know, a couple of the new roommates said, "Hey, do you need any help moving everything in?" I go, "No, I'm all right." And within two swoops into the house, I had moved everything I own in, you know, a suitcase and some shirts. Surprised that it took two. And when, he, when we moved you out, we did it in one trip. When we moved you out of the nook. But he, he kind of looked at me and he goes, well, where's your bed? I'm like, oh, I got this air mattress here. So I fired up the air mattress. You know, seven, eight months down the road, I still haven't bothered to get a bed. And my friends found this very entertaining. So one time I was out and you know, it looked like I was going to close something here, a prospect. And uh, we're also in New York City, so I can do the away game, not a big deal. What the fuck are we talking about here? But the, air, I, but the I'm sitting here right next to you, and I've been matches. almost it all, incapable. It all, it all spurs from the air matches. I'm, I'm almost incapable of following what the context is for this story. Well, it went from, I went from living in an air mattress to another air mattress story, and the punchline is, I'm just going to bring said girl back, and then my friend just calmly screams out across the bar, are you going to take her back to the air mattress? Yeah. 
So obviously that didn't happen. That spoiled it for That, that was a deal, deal breaker. We were able to do, I guess, like a, a visitor's away game. We randomly crashed in someone's bed, one of her friends, and you know, proceeded to use Oh, so you did still get the job done? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But it also prompted me to buy and purchase a bed. And then get rid of said bed before you moved here? Yeah, of course, yeah. Okay. But that's where that story is. So, I mean, back to the structure here. You can go to the All right. segment. Yeah, we might as well take this thing to segment three and bring it on home. This is going to be a short show. I'm trying to drive at the same time. It's hard to put out good content and observe the rules of the road. But uh, uh, we have a little wager going on. Yeah. Um, it's hard to talk about because it's something that I've done absolutely nothing to work toward. But putting it, recording it on the show to memorialize it might make it more of a reality. Do you think that's going to motivate you? I hope. What, uh, do you, what do you think the odds are? Well, let's... Let's start with what the wager is, yeah. which is you and your just unyielding confidence <laughs> in your athleticism said that you could run under a six-minute mile. Yep. Before I could lose 40 pounds. I weigh 215 right now. Get me down to 175. Yeah. Uh, 175, which is a weight that I have not weighed since mm, probably 2010 or 2011. Uh, Five years ago. A six-minute mile is fast as fuck. It's pretty quick. I mean, uh, genetically, I'm more built for it than you. I mean, you're... You're genetically built to drink beers. How many times have you ran a mile since we said that we were going to do that? Which was probably two or three weeks ago while we were drunk. Two or three. How many times have I ran a, a full mile? Yeah. So, no. Then? No, half mile. How, how often do you go out and trot a half mile? Well, no. I, I, do some, uh, I do some sprinting on the uh, treadmill. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, I, from what I've heard, or people have told me, it's better for you if you do the sprints, get you going more, trains it for eventually when I'm going to run the mile. Well, I've never seen anyone run sprints on a treadmill. That's bizarre. Well, yeah. But, I mean, really skirting the question here, how many times have you run a mile since we said that we were going to do that? A full mile, zero times. Okay. So, we can't even say how close you are to the bet, because you haven't even set a time. Well, here, here's this. I've been pretty lazy going to the gym the last month. We made this bet, I think, on June 23rd, June 25th, something like that. And I've probably gone to the gym, I'm going to say conservatively, six times since then. Better than me. How many times have you walked up the hill home in that time period? More than six or less than six? You mean from La Marina? Yeah. Zero times. So from anywhere outside of Cheese Plus, how many times have you walked up that hill? Uh, I mean, from, I'll walk home from North Beach. I'll walk home from North Beach. I'm not walking home from the marina. So, I mean, that's a good six-tenths of a mile, maybe? Oh, we got action on the GPS here. <laughs> we gotta get here. We gotta do this pretty live. Uh, what is it trying to get me to do? Oh, shit. That is, we're not making that. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I'm really glad I didn't try to jump that little gap there. This yeah, year. Yeah, uh, back to the content here. Uh, I mean, are you confident in your 40 pounds, or are you just more confident me not doing six miles? I'm confident 
I'm very confident in the first 20. I'm a little less confident in the next 10. And the last 10 is going to require a level of willpower that I haven't shown that I'm capable of achieving in years. So I'm excited to try. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's going to be a tough one, pal. But I, I mean, I've cut weight before. But you're in your competitive spirit. You're just confident you're going to win, or no one's going to win. Yeah, I'm confident that you can't run a six-minute mile. You're an old-ass man. <laughs> six-minute a six-minute mile is extremely fast. I forget what was the what was the wager. Uh, head shave? Well, I don't know what we bet. You make me pancakes? No. Um. Yeah, you love that. You know, cook me a meal. That's stupid as fuck. You, that's what you always want to bet. How about this? If I win, you have to buy an espresso machine for the apartment. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That's that's a good one. Because <laughs> that would be... I mean, that would really make my life amazing if we had an espresso machine in there. Okay. And if if uh, you win, um, what would you like? Shave the beard. Oh, you didn't really stumble on that. Nope. I know, I know what I want. <laughs> All right, fine. That's a deal. We can uh, we can lock in on that. Um, but I mean, you. So you haven't done anything. I mean, I've only worked out six times. You've done. I ate a corned beef hash this morning, and last night I ate a huge pile of Mexican food. So no, I've done nothing. When do you think you're I mean, going to start what, kicking into gear what I, that you're going to have to get some urgency? What I realized this morning was, so you know. You know on your pants how sometimes you have like two two buttons? You've got like a normal button right over the zipper and then there will be a little flap that comes like a over. Side one? Yeah. yeah, you have a flap that comes over and you have a second button. Yeah. I only use that flap and the second <laughs> button. Because that gives me a little extra room to breathe. It's a little looser. Yeah. I mean that, and that's a feat. I mean, is that yeah. the most humbling thing when you go when I when I suck it in and get it in my pants? Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, are there flashes of maybe I'm going to do some physical activity today? I think about it. And then it, then it wears off? Or? Well, then I, you know, what think a, that I would also like to have a beer and then that kind of... I mean, your beer consumption is going to have to go down. If you it, it will. It already has gone down just because, you know, we, we talked about before Seamus after Seamus. One of the upshots is now I have witnesses to my activity, right? So, like... When you grab the 7th or 8th beer on a Tuesday... Yeah, me taking down a full... You know, I've put down a 12-pack in one <laughs> night by myself. Uh, you know this is going live here. People are going to Yeah, this. I know. Back when I lived by myself, though, I... Like, that wasn't <laughs> that out of the ordinary. And you talk about, like, humbling experiences. When you hit the back of that, like, cardboard Sierra Nevada 12-pack... And you're looking for another one? And you realize that you just fucking bought that... That's a low point. <laughs> but but now that I have you guys there, I like see you know what I'm doing, and I have to answer for my actions somewhat. It's really backed off the beer consumption. I mean, you don't see me drink all that much around the apartment. If you still have a few beers, I would say you consume here and there, on average, twelve beers during the weekdays. Uh, it depends. It depends on the week. I mean, I I, I guess I'm also. Like you gotta scale it because I was really busy the last two weeks, so yeah. I didn't have time to drink. Yeah. But uh, now most of my beer drinking is 
relegated to the weekends these right. days. But all right, I mean, uh, go to the report card here. And I think we're probably getting toward the end. Instead of the, instead of an individual report card this time, because I'm not gonna be able to score you properly because I've been driving, so I've been paying enough attention to you. I'd like to get into some of the user user feedback here, or the listener feedback. <laughs> two, two of the comments that I've enjoyed the most. One was uh, in response to episode three. Uh, I think it said, "quote You know, pretty funny. Kind of an all-time low in terms of structure and content, though. Yeah. Which is really coming out of a show where we mostly talk about how down I am on myself." <laughs> It's just great to get, you know, like a little jab on something that we do for fun here. Yeah. <laughs> Quote all-time low. The other one that I love is uh, from our, our, our man bun listener who's going <laughs> to love to be referenced on the show, which you said that he came up to you last night. Well, he came up to me at, you know, at, at our work, and he goes, I'm only saying this to you because I know how much it means to Jake. <laughs> and I go, what's that? And uh, what did he say? That, uh, you gotta add some structure. You gotta add some structure. It's really bothering Jake. So it's bothering everyone. It's the main comment that we get. Yeah. So you know we attempted to do that maybe a little bit better today, but we will keep you posted on the the weight loss speed challenge. Uh, you know. As yeah. It, as we'll it we'll do a weigh in the next chance that we get, and we'll uh, we'll we'll track my weight on the show. That'll that'll keep me at least somewhat motivated, but. Uh, All right, everyone, until next week, uh, we're going to go and do some things that we're really going to regret in San Jose. All right, bye.